The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host with the most, the Mexi, the Mind, the Matters. Episode 263, coming to you live in the wee hours of the morning on this wonderful snowy Thursday. We finally had some snow. Not a big fan of snow. And it's kind of about time. A lot of people, see, this is where... The public baffles me. A lot of people were like, "Oh, I, w- I wish I had a, a white Christmas." Blah blah blah. I want the uh, I want it to snow. Yada yada yada. Yet we get our first snow, and somebody is now saying, oh, "I'm tired of this shit." Uh, I'm sorry. Did you did you not just want it to snow? Now it's snowing. And now you're complaining. This is the nonsense. That is going on in today's society. And especially right around this time of year, we're at the Democratic primaries. Yes, today will be a slightly political podcast. I'm sorry if that is not up your alley. We will talk about my recent trip to NOLA and how that went with the wifey, but... Let's let's start with what's going on right right now. The Democratic primaries in Iowa and New Hampshire have officially come and gone. Bernie and Pete are top of the list, which is great because those are my one one and two. Pete being one, of course, because my issue with Bernie is what he wants to do is great, but he has yet to explain to me how he wants to do that. How he's going to get there. Because, quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of, out of my own taxes, paying for everybody's tuition or health insurance. Especially when you got assholes who are like 90 years old and don't take care of themselves and have every disease on demand. And at the same time, we have Joe Schmo who's going to school at Ohio State, for example, who does nothing but play beer pong every week. He doesn't go to class, he doesn't do anything, and you want me to pay for him to get a degree. No, that, that's not how this works. So that's why I, I am a Pete man. Pete is my number one guy. Guy. He's got big booty. I, I actually think that should be his theme song for the campaign, but that's, that's just me. So... He's in there. He's up there. He's neck and neck. Now, I'd be okay with a ticket. Bernie as president. Pete as his VP. That I'd be okay with. Because Bernie's probably going to croak sometime soon. Which means Pete becomes immediately VP. I'm okay with that. So, Mexi just registered to vote this week. So, I'm good to go for when our primaries are. Which... 
For those of you who don't know, March 18th, I believe, is the date. Um, yeah, make sure you're registered. Because if you're not registered, you can't vote. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. I don't understand how many people forget to vote or don't, don't know how. I've been watching the news and all the, uh, the clips. Um, there was this one chick who got interviewed in New Hampshire. Mind you, these guys take voting seriously. So they wake up at the at 5 a.m. to stand in line. That, 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 to me, is just exaggerating. There's no need to wake up at 5 a.m. to go vote. Mind you, they probably have nothing better to do. It is New Hampshire. Live free or die hard. Some of me, I think it's one town even gets up like they vote by midnight. And I'm like, okay, well, that I can see. Like, if it's the night before, I can see going to midnight and vote to beat the crowds and get it done early and, and go back home, go to sleep. That, that I can see. But anyways, this chick, literally, no shame, on camera, goes, I just eeny, meeny, miny, mowed it. I'm sorry. Are you serious right now? You went to the polls and voted for the potential next president. And you said, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Who the fuck am I going to vote for? This is why I'm telling you. IQ tests solve this problem. If you're really that much of a moron. And don't know who to vote for. That you have to eeny, meeny, miny, mo it. You, you Don't vote. Problem solved. Do not vote. So these people are the kind of people that should not be allowed to cast an important decision. There's many people in America today that I run into that I'm just like, how do you, how do you live? I, I, I wish I could just follow you for like a day. Just to see how you live your life and go about your ways. Because I'm puzzled that you have not been, I don't know, hit by a school bus crossing the street. Or just something bad hasn't happened to you because you're not paying attention. I don't understand how that works. It's ridiculous. Now... The primaries, mind you, for Ohio, like I said, March 18th, it is the day after St. Paddy's Day, so I'm a little concerned about that because a lot of people are going to be partying the weekend before or even Monday. And we got to go cast our vote for the Democratic candidate. Now, again, as I've advertised time after time after time, if neither Pete or Bernie somehow come out in front and it ends up being Joe Biden, Warren, or anyone else against Trump. Trump's eating him alive and unlike you, I have no problem voting for Trump. Because here's the thing. Now with the Iowa situation and how the, you know, the voting got hacked, quote-unquote, How do I know? How can we guarantee that if the if Trump does not lose, he's just going to walk away and like, okay, well, it's not my turn anymore. Bye. No. He's probably going to say something was rigged. 
and stay in office, which is not going to be a good thing. So if it's not Bernie or Pete, I'm, I'm all for give the motherfucker another four years. And then he has to go because you guess what? You can't you can't stay more than two. I mean, as I said multiple times, my life has actually gotten better in the last four years. So I don't see where this is an issue. Also, a little fun fact. I don't know if those people knew, but now that I'm uh, filing jointly my taxes, they actually come to you pretty quick. A week. They came to me in a week. Before my my federal actually got there before my state, which is kind of kind of weird. But anywho, before we continue and move on to idiots who share stuff with their candidate and don't do stuff, kind of like the eeny meeny miny mo lady, let us remind everybody that in these wintry conditions, if you're going to be out about, make sure you're protected. Make sure you have your full coverage. Call American National. Give my man Raymo a buzz. He will hook you up. Use promo code MEXI and save on your bundling. American National, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, as we were saying, these ED Man at Mighty Mo people are probably these same people who go on my news feed and just share any nonsense without actually reading the article. There's a few people in our lives that do that, and it drives us bananas. I mean, the most recent one I saw was somebody shared that Pete had something to do with hacking the Iowa voting. I'm sorry. The motherfucker... Now, I shared an article where it showed the net worth of each candidate running. And while Bernie... Wants to tax the rich The motherfucker is a millionaire Okay So is Warren Definitely Biden Fucking Bloomberg's a billionaire And these are the people Who are claiming they're going to tax The rich Hey I would love to see you tax yourself Yes by all means Put your money where your mouth is But my man Pete Is making 100k a year and you think he has the funds to hack this thing. I actually read the article and they paid this service for texting privileges so they could go out and send texts to, to voters. Just so happens that this is the same system that had some issues during the voting. Doesn't mean Pete is hacking elections. That read articles before posting it people it is that simple my mom does that she'll just share any nonsense because of the headline won't actually read what it is or understand that it is made up please stop being like my mother that's all I gotta say cause quite frankly every idiot that posts says somebody else the other day because we want Pete or Bernie compared our socialism to Venezuela. I'm sorry. Did you as an American really compare the United States of fucking America, America, to Venezuela? 
I'm sorry. There's some of them coming to the other person's country seeking asylum. And I can assure you it is not Americans going to Venezuela. So please do not compare the two. One's very corrupt. We're not there yet. But at these are the morons. I'm like, who are, who are you? Who? How much of a moron do you have to be to say something like that? Well, I don't like it when people call me idiots. Well, stop acting like an idiot. If you want, if you don't like it when people call you idiot, stop acting like an idiot. Use your brain. No, we're not Venezuela, and we're still the best country in the fucking world. Case in point, I'm just gonna leave it there. China right now has the coronavirus. Do we have a coronavirus? No, we just have the flu. Oh, mass improvement there. I'll take the flu over the coronavirus every day on the week. I even got sick this year. It was a cold. We pay way cheaper for gas, even at its highest of 250. That is still cheaper because it is per gallon as opposed to per liter. That's what people don't understand. Our roads, our freeways are not all told. In Mexico and other countries, France, for example, too, the freeways are all told. We have toll roads and we have non-toll roads. That's just how things happen here in America. We have free Wi-Fi. I can go to McDonald's and use my Wi-Fi without being charged. I can get free refills of water or any other beverage I chose to pay for. Is that water? Because water is actually free in America. Without extra charges. This is the country we live in. And I can assure you, it is not like Venezuela in the least bit. And while many people, just like when Trump won four years ago, oh, if he wins, I'm leaving, those motherfuckers are still here. Those motherfuckers are the same motherfuckers who share nonsense about reading, and those motherfuckers are the same ones who probably have not donated to any of the campaigns. They're like, oh, I like Bernie. I like Bernie. Oh, but I'm not going to donate because I'm too poor. Yeah, then shut the fuck up and stop sharing bullshit. You know who donated to Pete's campaign? This guy. Oh, well, Maxie, how much did you donate? A fucking paycheck. Yeah. Why? Because the motherfucker makes 100K a year. That is basically like 81 of us. And the things I like about Pete, he actually wants healthcare for all. But if you want your own private stuff for, through work, you can have that. He's actually been in the military. So he knows what to do in military situations. Unlike some other people I know. And he's motherfucking my age. I don't care if he's gay, straight, black, white, whatever. He knows how to talk. He doesn't get rattled. He did dodge a question on the debate stage. I was a little shocked about that. And his laugh does sound like Krusty the Clown. But hey, if I were him, I would just own that. Own that bad boy. Just own it. But yeah, that's why I like my guy and I donate my, to my guy. Others just share nonsense memes while reading them 
and don't do squat. These are the people that get snoozed, unfollowed, and need to just not vote. If you're going to share bullshit, then keep eating your bullshit and leave everybody else alone. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Speaking of eeny, meeny, miny, moe, if you want to actually eeny, meeny, miny, moe something, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, hand and still massage. Yeah, there's three in Columbus, Blacklick, Polaris, Dublin. Use any one of those or around the world. Grab a map of the U.S., eeny, meeny, miny, moe that bad boy, and guess what? Save on your first reads massage or your membership with promo code MEXI. Additional perks do require additional charges. Like, Mexi gets a peppermint scalp massage. That's a little extra. Hand and Soul Massage, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And for those who are in the area, Super Studios 253, they too. You can use the promo code Mexi to save on your first class. Sign up now. Join the fun team. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor also of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, let's talk about Mexi's trip to NOLA. And the first marathon of the Kobe 32. I finished. Guess what? Did not finish last and finished under the time limit of seven hours with no trading. So again, for those of you who like to come at me with this nonsense... How about we run a marathon first and then come at me? Especially, how about we run one with no training, then come at me? Because that's how that's that that's how that's how one does it. Okay, mind you, I'm about to start training now that my running stimulus package has arrived, aka my tax return, and um, I got a few I got a few uh, races to pay for. But you know, that's just that. So, as you know, we went to NOLA, and the wife came along because she'd never been. So, yeah, um, finished, as I mentioned, um, and got to see, you know, we took off Thursday. Well, I left work early Thursday. The wife had to work Friday morning. So I had about half a day to uh, do stuff before we actually got to the airport. And traveled. We uh, actually went through. I don't like connecting through the north, especially in the wintertime. As you can see, it is snowing, so that's usually why. Now, because... We were using our Delta card. The missus was not too keen on having, you know, she wasn't too keen on uh, doing first class of 1400 for the both of us. So she said, you know what, whatever, as long as we sit together, it don't matter. Let's not get the pricey tickets. Well, the pricey tickets involved connecting all the way there to Atlanta, through Atlanta, which is fine. It's south, no big deal. All the way back, Detroit. So I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, whatever. Let's do Detroit. So 
All the way there, no hassle. We got there. The first thing I noticed is, is if you've ever been to NOLA at the airport, I still don't know why it's called MSY, but getting to the rental car from the terminal, it goes around in a circle twice around the airport area before entering this weird place where the rental car place is just located. And I'm like, why did you not just go left out of the terminal? It would have been faster, right? I'm confused as to why that was. And when I had to return the rental, it was a lot quicker to get there. But then the shuttle all the way back to the terminal did the exact same thing. It took the circle route and went and did it like twice. I'm like, what's going on? And the missus, of course, doesn't like flying. So she's panicking that we're going to miss our flight. I'm like, they never start boarding. What they say, they start boarding. Well, we got there on the way back. And flight's delayed. But here's where it drives me nuts. If you're going to tell me a flight is delayed, tell me it is delayed. Don't show. Because you have the app. Everybody's got the app now. So the moment it's delayed, it'll tell you on the app. It now said, oh, we arrive at 9.48, which is 10 minutes after the fact. But yet on the screen, it still said on time on the app and also at the gate. So here's my thing. If that's the case, to me, that means you're going to do everything with your power to move this quicker to leave at the same time. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Let's just take our sweet fucking time. Not to mention all the people who got on both flights on the way back who literally don't understand. And this, again, this is why we have building blocks as kids, people. These are the same people who also should not be allowed to vote. Because when we tell you that, hey, we're at maximum capacity, there's not enough overhead space for everyone. In an ideal world, I don't understand how this doesn't happen. But every seat should have one place above for your stuff. Every row has its overhead compartment. And you can three you can fit three bags. So if you have a bag, that's not on that's not on us, it's on you. Okay? It's not that hard. So how on earth do we fill up of overhead space beyond me, number one. Number two, um, I literally took snaps of the nonsense. There was literally an entire overhead bin of backpacks and coats. All of which go under the seats. If you fly with a backpack, a fanny pack, a satchel, a drawstring bag like I do, or just a coat and a purse, put that fucker under the fucking seat or I will murder you. It is ridiculous that you think, oh, my legs deserve all the room in the world. Now, the worst part is these are people who have not just the one bag. Oh, no, no. They have two. Then they put both up top. No, motherfucker. If you, mind you, you're allowed to, you could have carry-on and an overhead compartment bag if you have both 
motherfucker, that carry-on better fit under your seat. Otherwise, I would force those people to deplane. I don't understand how. I just read somewhere that United Airlines is trying to cut down on porn on planes. I'm sorry. It's my personal device. If your Wi-Fi that's not shitty allows me to stream my porn, uh, one, I don't see why you have to complain about it. Are you staring at my screen? Am I masturbating in my seat? No. So if United is willing to stop and put the crack on that, why are you not cracking down on these assholes who put shit atop the seat? Oh, sir, you have a coat? Please make sure you put that under your seat. We were delayed, and then we're like, oh, yeah, there's people that have connections. Please let them off the plane first. Oh, yeah, no. No. Just not let them off the, off the plane first. Well, Maxie, how do you know everybody else didn't have connections? Because I checked the fucking flights, motherfucker, and the only red eyes out of Detroit are Columbus, and I forget what the other one is, in Chicago, I believe. And you're telling me that all 20 rows in front of me were all on those two flights. I seriously find that hard to believe. Oh, but no, no, no worries. The connecting flight decided to be delayed too because let's wait for all the other connecting flights. Let's delay our flight because, I don't know, the Delta flight from LA is not here yet. How is that not here yet? I don't know. But they're like, oh, no, no, they're actually here. And here's the thing. The flight was supposed to leave at 1030. By 1025, they were already at the gate, which means that had we boarded at the time we were supposed to, Everybody would be already sitting down and they would have arrived on time for the flight and we could just take off. But no, they had us all waiting outside the gate and then proceeded to board. So yeah, we were 17 minutes late. And as always, when we get back, the shuttle, we always are the last ones to get off the fucking shuttle because somehow, some way, it drops everybody else off first. Oh, yeah, I was aggravated about our travel plans. But I did get to enjoy the city of Nola a little bit more with the wifey poo. Uh, walked around the, the river. We actually went to the southernmost point. Uh, the end of the line, it's called, uh, where, you know, the little sprinkles of land or whatever and below Nola. There's actually a highway. It's Highway 23 that gets you all the way down there. Uh, we got towards the tip. And then it was a little bit flooded, and the missus was scared, and we're like, no, let's go back. I'm like, all right, fine. It's always going to be dark. We need to go back. We need to eat. We actually did well and ate a lot of gluten-free places. They did have a lot of gluten-free options, uh, and we were able to, you know, accommodate my wife's diet. The one place, uh, Swag's Kitchen. Local business. They have uh, three places in Nola. I we we love the place. We need something like that up here. Something that's strictly gluten free, dairy free. Like it actually tells you on the menu, like with with different colors. Like what's dairy free, what's high cholesterol, what's uh, gluten free, what's uh, soy free, and all that stuff. It was great. They should definitely expand. And we should chat about it. We have one of the people there uh, works there. He's he's 
the guy that runs the place. Like, hey, you guys need to come up to Columbus. I know it's a far stretch. Let's work about getting out of Louisiana first. But hey, we would invite you in Columbus, Ohio. I did go ahead and uh, we actually went to two casinos. I wanted to check out the Haras Casino downtown. It's actually funny because the casino is separate from the hotel, which is kind of weird. But hey, uh, it was a smoke-free casino. It was great. Uh, I didn't do any gambling there. I just walked through. I did gamble at the uh, riverboat. They had a casino off by off of the lake. It was a riverboat-themed casino. Oh, yeah, that was definitely let's smoke our asses off. And I'm not going to lie, Vegas has spoiled me when it comes to casinos so and gambling. So I bet 100 bucks on blackjack uh, was doing great, but then I would lose and then somehow go all in and then win it all back. So that happened a few times. And then eventually I was like, you know what, let's just you know go all in. I lost. Okay, that's 100 bucks, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just wasn't feeling it the way when you're gambling in Vegas, you kind of feel it. And, and obviously with the smoke, you don't want to be around that. It's a riverboat, so everything's like literally in, inside. So it was, it was cool. We, uh, we saw the World War II Museum. That was great. I do recommend that if anybody has not been to NOLA, definitely check out the World War II Museum. It is a boss. It is definitely worth your 30 bucks of entry. I will I will give you that. I, of course, know the majority of my World War II history, but for those of you who don't know, it, it does an excellent job explaining everything. Um, aside from that, fun time. Uh, the business had, had a blast. The metal looked cool for NOLA, uh, Rock and Roll Series. I actually signed up for the three the three uh, marathon pass so because I knew I was going to do Vegas in November so I got those two I just got to figure out which one's the third to like go ahead and do hopefully one that's not too far from us that we can all drive to uh, that'd be great but yeah I, I, I just want the two so we'll see which one I choose and you get a special medal I will give that I will say that about the rock and roll series they do give out special medals for stuff if you do more than one and then they put it up as a Hall of Fame. The Expo, great Expo. I will say that. Um, so, definitely if you need Louisiana, I would say Rock and Roll Marathon is up there. Uh, so, if you have to, run it. It's It was pretty warm down there. They said it was going to be 50s to 70s. Oh, it got up to the 80s, especially on race day. I got a little sunburn, uh, expecting, you know, high winds and cloudy. Oh, no, it was uh, high winds and cloudy. No, it was a, uh, it was actually, um, it was actually windy, yes, because you run by the river in the lake. But it was pretty sunny. So... Never got a little sunburn because I did not put on sunscreen, unfortunately. That was my bad. Um, but yeah. Check it out. NOLA. I don't know. I don't think it cracked my top 10 of cities. I, I Again, I would not live there. 
I like going, I would not live there. So, but that's just me. Now, take, take that for what it's worth. But anywho, that is it for the podcast. As always, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. All the episodes are there. Rate, subscribe, review the podcast. Let us know what you think on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the works. And as always, remember people, when I was a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time.